Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to On Point with Pastor Greg Locke. I'm your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and today we're going to talk about three things you know very well on this show every single week, and that's faith, family, and politics. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about fighting the good fight. If I'm going to get in a fight, I can promise you it's going to be a good one. Well, today on the broadcast, we have the honor of having someone that is not just a good fighter, but just a plain out fighter for the Lord Jesus Christ and a fighter for life. And today on the broadcast, we welcome to the program, Abby Johnson. Abby, thank you so much for being on On Point today with us. Of course. I'm so glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was just on Abby's show, and uh, boy, we had a great time with that. Politically Rude, I believe it was called. I love that. Uh, I love her boldness. (laughs) Many of you will know her because uh, she is the one that uh, put out, or at least the movie was about her life, Unplanned Movie, about Planned Parenthood and when she walked away. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But Abby, I want you to kind of just give our listeners, uh, all of them will know you because of the conservative values that you hold and and, uh, for knowing our ministry and all of that. And so we, we walk hand in hand, I'm sure, very closely. But let our listeners know, how long of a process was it from the time that you left Planned Parenthood to the time that the movie kind of dropped? And just just a little bit of that process so our hearers can kind of know a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i been out of the industry for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I wrote Unplanned, uh, the book, that that came out. Okay, I left in two thousand nine. I wrote Unplanned. That was released in January two thousand eleven. Um, and then I was contacted by the the directors uh, of the movie. I guess it was probably around twenty fifteen, and uh, just a really casual email I got from them, and they said, you know, uh, have you ever thought about? turning your your book into a major motion picture and uh i said no never (laughs) not interested um you know i thought i i have been vulnerable enough in my book and i thought i'm just not interested in turning my life story Mm -hmm. into a picture you know a major motion picture for everybody to see right you know the worst parts of my life on a big screen Mm. i just i thought no i'm not i'm not interested in doing that and, um, and they, they ended up flying down to Austin, uh, where I live and we met and, you know, I thought, well, I guess I should pray about it. You know, I didn't want to, because I, I really, I thought, I think I'm going to know the answer and I really don't want to do it. God. <laughs> and, um, I started praying about it and, and, uh, and we, you know, we, they, they started, uh, they started writing the script. And they just kept feeling like, you know, no, now is not the right time. Now is not the right time. And, um, which was, uh, you know, we signed the deal and everything. And, and, um, and that was frustrating for me because once I signed the deal, I was like, okay, let's get to work, you know, let's do this. And, um, and then when, when Trump won the election in 2016, um, they both were sitting in their office and they were like, okay, now it's the time. Mm. You know, it was like, it was like the country had not been ready right. to, to really tackle the issue of abortion. But President Trump brought it front and center. Yes. You know, he was talking about it in the debate. It was, you know, he, it, from, the, from the moment he took office, you know, he started really working on the issue of abortion. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, people, it was in the media, he was talking about it. It was front and center. 
And so, you know, that was when they said, okay, now we think, well, now we think is the time. Now we think this is the time. Mm. And so um, they started writing the script. Um, things started really going in, in uh, just sort of fast forward. And then it was, it was put out to the big screen. It was released in March of 2019. And, uh, man, it, it did better than, than we ever could have imagined. Yes. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it's been released now all over the world. Yep, exactly. Um, and it has changed, uh, you know, so many lives. I mean, it's, it's not me. I mean, it's, sure. it's, the story could have been about, you know, Alice Jones for all I care. <laughs> it didn't have to be, you know, Abby Johnson at all. Right. But it was just, it was, it was the power of God's truth mm. that inside of a woman's womb is, is an innocent human life. Wow. And that abortion is murder. Yeah. That it is, it is wrong. That it is against God. And that simple truth has, has changed, I, I believe, um, the, the trajectory of uh, the abortion conversation in this country and, and in many countries across the country, across the world. Yeah. And, and even in Poland, you know, we see what's happening right now in Poland. If people don't know, um, they, they showed unplanned on their, their major news network. So what would be like ABC here in the United States, they showed unplanned on that, that cable channel in Poland. Wow. That's big. And then they voted the next day to completely abolish abortion in their country. Now, abortion was illegal in all cases except for uh, cases where what they call eugenic abortion. Okay. Right. And uh, it's where, you know, if there's like fetal anomaly or something like that, um, they voted then the next day to ban abortion in even those cases. Wow. So it, it is changing uh, the world, I believe. And, and it's, it, you know, because of Jesus Christ, it's it, because this is his story. Mm. Well, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, you said the political climate wasn't really ripe. And it wasn't because people weren't bringing this to the issue because abortion's always been looked at, you know, as a political issue. And that's why preachers are too cowardly to talk about it. But it's a moral issue, an immoral issue at that. But, you know, President Trump did bring it to the forefront. And it's it's interesting to see how God used him to build that platform. And then all of a sudden, you know, now it's time for the movie. And it, when it came out, it's just I know you've got a lot of pushback. I know there's been a lot of hate and, you know, mm-hmm. death threats and all that nonsense. And you know, I, I know, you know, I was reading and, and watching the news and stuff during that time and all the pushback from a lot of the theaters that were afraid, you know, to to be uh, unpolitically correct and, you know, show the movie. But there's this part in the movie, and, and, and you know where I'm going with this, where it, it's almost like it, it was the most... It was the perfect storm to get everybody in the theater or wherever they're watching it to sense, at least in some small way, that moment when you had that that revelation that what I have done is evil and wicked, what I've been a part of. And there was that moment when my wife just broke down, you know, in the movie theater. And it's almost like people knew kind of what abortion was. 
But when they saw mm-hmm. that, they felt that, that there was that pit in your stomach. And and I don't care how long it's been since you've watched the movie, you never forget that scene. It's like one of the most memorable scenes in any movie in the history of the world. And it gave everybody an insight into what you felt that day. Have you kind of experienced that testimony around around the nation from people that have seen it? Oh, yeah. And, and let me tell you... Uh... You know, I had people, uh, I think the best, the highest praise I received, um, uh, we had the raw edit of the film. And, and that, that scene uh, with the baby mm-hmm. uh, and that, that abortion that we filmed, okay, that, that actual image of the baby in the womb is a real baby. Mm. Um, it's actually the youngest actor to ever receive credit on imdb on film oh wow um it was actually a, a real baby that was filmed uh in in the womb an ultrasound that was a real ultrasound of a real baby mm. that was filmed um of a, a 13 week old baby so when people say oh that's not really what a 13 week old baby looks like it absolutely is wow um that was a 13 week old baby in the womb um and it was one of the actors uh, baby, um, in in the film, the sure. the lawyer actually, the attorney in the film, right? It was his son, mm-hmm. um, when he was thirteen weeks old, and uh, and so what they did was they took thousands of ultrasound images of that baby, and and then they were able to uh, to then manipulate those images uh, to 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 then make it look like what I saw mm. during that ultrasound guided abortion. But the highest praise I received was uh, when we had a raw edit of the film, I actually had a group of former abortion workers with, with my ministry. And then there were none. We were at the, um, we were at the March for life and there was a group of them up there that, that was with us. It was, that was marching with us. And I had the film and I said, um, I'm wondering if you guys will watch this film with me because, mm. you know, at that time I'd been, you know, 10 years out of yeah. the industry. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, I did not want the movie to be an over-exaggeration yeah. of anything. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I wanted it to be very real. And because abortion is bad enough, we don't need to exaggerate it yeah, at exactly. all. Right? I mean, we, it, we can just tell the truth and that's bad enough as it is. And so um, I said, well, y'all watch this, and will y'all watch the ultrasound? I really want y'all to watch the ultrasound-guided abortion part, because I, I want to make sure that I have not mm. uh, misrepresented this in my mind, you know, and uh, made it something that it's not. Oh, wow. And they said, yeah. And, and, and that was hard for them to watch, but they, they, they understood why I wanted them to watch. Yep. So there were five of them in the room. Now, they had all just recently left the abortion industry within the past two years. Okay. Mm. Some of them had just left within the past six months. Okay. And they had all witnessed the same thing that I had witnessed. Mm -hmm. Now they sat down and they watched that movie. And when the ultrasound guided abortion part came on, they all looked at me and they said, Abby, that is exactly what an ultrasound guided abortion looks like. That's exactly what we have also seen. Mm. And that was really the highest praise sure. for the film that I could have received that I could have received because they 
they have seen the same thing that I have seen. Sure. And so I knew that by them saying that, wow. it was accurate. And it takes away the straw man arguments of the left and of Planned Parenthood because it is exactly, you know, with 100% accuracy and honesty, what takes place. And they don't want that. They don't want that to be seen. And so I, I know that must have been a very difficult reality to have to live through. But again, I mean, that that will go down in uh, cinematic history, if you will, because, man, what a, what a, what a movie, what a horrible scene, but what a moving moment. It's, it's like a Damascus Road experience moment. I, I'll never forget that. And, uh, so, well, and I can tell you something else about that about that scene. Yep. In the actual scene, there are four people in that scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's the actress that plays me. There's the girl on the table, mm-hmm. right, who's having the abortion. Then there's the abortion nurse, and there's the abortion doctor. There's four people in that scene. The abortion nurse and the abortion doctor are actually former abortion. The woman who plays the abortion nurse is a former abortion nurse. Hmm. who has come through my ministry, and then there were none. And the abortion doctor is a former abortion doctor who is now pro-life, Dr. Anthony Leventino. Wow. So two of the four people in that scene, the medical people, that used to be their job. Mm -mm -mm. So you can't say, oh, that's not really how they treat people (laughs) in the industry, or that's not really how it goes, or that's not really the instruments they use. Dr. Leventino, those instruments that are laid out on that on that instrument tray, those are his own instruments that he brought, that he used to use when he was an abortionist. Mm, my goodness. So that scene is very real. Yeah, about as real as it can get. Wow. Well, yep. Wow, the Lord's used it, and I know He's going to continue to use it, and uh, the the fight within you is amazing, and what the Lord brought you out of so that you can stand for life and stand for these babies is is truly nothing short of a Red Sea miracle. Let, let me ask you a couple of things here as we kind of segue a little bit into a different area. I know when I was on your podcast, we talked a little bit about uh, Trumpism <laughs> and our uh, support <laughs> of uh, what we believe to be the greatest president uh, in the history of the world. Do you honestly, look, I did a video yesterday, Abby, and I let everybody know I am fully convinced he won by 100%, 110% landslide. Joe Biden will not be the president uh, of the United States of America. Is that kind of your your whole uh, thinking? Do, do you really believe that Donald Trump one and that we still got this thing in the bag i do i believe it i you know and i'm on a call every day with with the trump campaign and i i i do i believe that that he won that he won this election and you know i can tell you the campaign believes that they won the election you know he the the president is very confident that he won the election Mm -hmm. um he is not anywhere close to conceding this election and the, you know, inaugura- inauguration is not until January 20th. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of time to prove that there were many fraudulent ballots cast. And the I can tell you that uh, Donald Trump's legal team is working, uh, you know, fast and furiously to uh, make sure that lawsuits are in place. Lawsuits have already been filed mm-hmm. uh, in in all of these swing states where they believe fraudulent ballots were cast. You know, it's interesting. In 2016, you know, when Donald Trump won, the left was all about, you know, this whole Russian, you <laughs> know, ballot tamper, Russian, you know, tampering and all this kind of stuff. And now all of a sudden yep. when we actually do have proof of election fraud. Now, all of a sudden, election <laughs> fraud doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, so, how convenient, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, how convenient. You know, I, I was uh, asking uh, Brian a few minutes ago, our, our producer, my co-host on the show, I was like, how come Twitter has not verified this lady yet? She has almost 200,000 followers. She's one of the most outspoken people, you know, politically uh, in our nation. And uh, there, there's no blue check mark. What's what's the deal with that? Well, just- I, got, I got no blue check mark. I have applied about 15,000 <laughs> times. I have no blue check mark. I don't know how many times I've sent in my license. To them to yeah. verify me. I, they will not verify me. I don't know. I thought when I spoke at the Republican National Convention, I thought, okay, maybe this is it. Exactly. Maybe I will finally get the blue, the coveted blue check mark. <laughs> What's no, the deal? I still have not gotten the blue check mark. I don't know what it's going to take. There are people with like literally 1,500 followers that I have know. the blue check mark, and I cannot get the blue check mark. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, they, they don't like you, that's for sure. And uh, so they're, they're, they're not real happy. Yeah, I, I don't have yeah, the right Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would, yeah, I know how I you was, could get one, just kind of compromise a little bit, but uh, we're not right. going to do that. If I was killing babies, I would have one in a second. <laughs> well. Uh, the Lord will give it to you, but wow, you're just, you're doing an amazing job, Abby. I mean, you really are. You're just wow. You're just strong as a rock, and that's what we need in this day and age. Just say Biden twenty twenty. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you'll get one then. Hey, look, they can take mine away if I've got to say that. <laughs> they can have my stupid blue check mark. That is ridiculous. But uh, let, let me ask you this one thing before we roll. I kind of had a little something I got to run and uh, help my wife and my daughter in. But uh, you know, in the whole abortion climate and stuff. And, you know, we talked in your show about, you know, the churches being closed and just what a travesty that has been and the whole deal. You know, I have to believe, I know I am, I have to believe that from your standpoint that you have to be super disheartened with both evangelicals and, you know, Catholic folks in this day that are just willing to roll over and think that life is not that big a deal. And for whatever other reason that they've been deceived by, to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, and we're watching at an all-time high religious, if you will, people just bend and bow and capitulate to a godless culture that doesn't even care anything about the Lord. And I know that has to just dishearten you because of your boldness. I know it disheartens me. It does. I, I, um, man, I, I feel like um, people have been so incredibly deceived yes yeah. um i feel like there's going to be a whole lot of woke people uh mm. straight on the road to hell yeah because, come on. uh they are they have been deceived and they have been willing willingly deceived yes yeah good way to put that for uh, sure. because because it's not like we haven't been telling them mm-hmm. it's not like pastors and leaders and and everybody on the planet has been telling them this is the wrong way to go. You know, people have been telling them. But, I mean, I've watched it happen in my own church. I've, I've wa- I mean, we left the church that yeah. we went to for the past nine years wow. because of this woke culture that started seeping into our own church. Um, and so it, it, it's very, it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, this this compromise, all of this compromise, is going to lead people straight to hell. Yes, and it 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 ma- it makes me sad. It makes me frustrated. It makes me uh, quite honestly, it makes me very angry. Um, you know, I saw the just the other day the USCCB congratulating Joe Biden on his win. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and I thought, what? in the world. I yeah. mean, it is the leadership in these churches that are leading people straight to hell. And let me tell you something, 
this leadership inside of these churches, they are going to be held to a higher standard yes, absolutely. than the flock they are leading. Absolutely. You are so right about that. We have so many cowardly people because we have too many cowardly pastors and and leaders in the pulpit. But one thing I'm glad about is that uh, as long as there are people like Abby Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, there are other folks that I can go to jail with. This is going to be a beautiful, beautiful time (laughs) because we're not going to stop. I mean, I tell them we're not going to back up, pack up, slack up or shut up until we've been taken up. And so, look, thank you for the fight. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your godliness, your humility, your family, your testimony. And uh, just keep it up, Abby. I mean, I am for you. I am in your corner. If you ever need anything at all, Pastor Greg Locke is your friend. I can promise you that. And I know the Lord's going to allow our paths to cross, and we'll do some things together outside of Planned Parenthood and all of that. But thank you, number one, for having me on your show. Thank you for being on our show. And uh, just thank you for who you are. God is using you, and I'm praying God's richest blessing and favor continue to be upon you and your entire ministry and your home. So, So thanks for standing, Abby, and thank you for being on the show today. Of course. Thank you. Anytime. All right. You take care. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Man, that was an incredible interview. Yeah. I mean, she, uh, she's got a lot of things going on. She's got a lot of irons in the fire, but God really is blessing her. And I appreciate her voice. I knew a lot about her, but didn't really know her, you know, on that intimate of a detail. Being on her program, you know, was video based. Ours is obviously audio based. It, uh, it gave me really a whole new perspective of her and, uh, and what she's doing. Man, she's, She's in it for the blood. These people are after her. They hate her <laughs> guts, man. That's crazy. And, and what's what's interesting is they haven't verified her, <laughs> but they verified you. Yeah. <laughs> well, How's I've been that verified even possible? For, well, I've been verified for a long time. Oh, you snuck in is what you did. You're like, whoop. <laughs> oh, you didn't know. I'm a secret Biden fan. <laughs> yeah, my hind leg. Yeah. <laughs> Biden 2020. Uh, he's, yeah. he's got a, uh, a dummy profile. You know, he, he, yeah. he appeals to both sides. That's I'm it. kidding. I'm yeah. just I, kidding. I appeal bro. to both sides. You know, I'm one of them guys. I'm one of them uh Chameleon Christians, as they call them. Yeah, Church is far too full of them. Oh, yeah. That's why abortion's running rampant. By the way, if you've not seen Unplanned, watch it. I don't rent that thing on Prime Video or whatever, Redbox. I don't know how you can get it. But uh, watch it online, YouTube. But Unplanned is a, is a crazy movie. I've seen it like three times. Wow. And that one scene, good grief, it gives me chills every time I watch it. I felt the chills as you were describing it. Yeah, it I was, was like, man, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, if you've not seen it, man, it is it's, it's, it is chilling. It is a, it is a cinematic uh, masterpiece. So... Abby Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try to uh, uh, get do some things with her. She's wanting to do some things now that I'm kind of the assistant director of the church at Planned Parenthood. And so that's going to be fun. That's going to be good. But uh, look, we got to fight for life. Babies are babies. Okay, we are watching Planned Parenthood, Carafeme, all these abortion clinics. You know what they are? They are sacrificial altars. That's what they are. Okay, Satanism has crept into the world, into the American political system, and it's in the church. And if preachers don't stand up and say something against it, uh, I'm telling you the judgment of God is going to be ushered in on this nation like never before because judgment must begin at the house of God. So whether it's Abby Johnson, Greg Locke, or whoever it is, we got to stand together, hold hands, and we got to fight back against this tidal wave of wickedness because abortion is murder. That's not a political statement. That is a Bible statement. Okay. You can get born again and not be pro-life, but you can't be uh, pro-choice and say that you're a follower of Jesus Christ. Okay. You may not understand all the issues in order to get saved, but if you are saved, you will be against abortion. I'm sorry. There's no two ways around that. God's people don't vote for people like Joe Biden. And that's just the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being on the On Point with Pastor Greg Locke program. We talk about faith, family, politics, rattle people's cages, get people ticked off and mad, and we'll do it again next time. God bless you. Take care.